Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers, and this is... Pat-O! Pat-O, how was your weekend? My weekend was fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, this was the one-year anniversary of my open-heart surgery. So, Yay. December 3rd, yeah. And um, I'm uh, done talking about it. <laughs> I'm done thinking about it. I'm done being asked about it. This is... I know I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it up, which I probably could have not done. And it would be even more dead, but we don't really work. We don't really operate like that, do we? No, we don't. Not here. Not here on the Wednesdays. We talk weird stuff. Uh, we like to talk about things that we don't want to talk about. But no, it's just like that was a huge deal part of my life. But it's like, I mean, I don't want to say things are back to normal, but things are uh, reached a um, level point, I guess. And um, it's just like it's over. It's behind me, you know. And I think that was. Uh, although doing th- this this week's episode was a little triggering, I will say that, uh-huh. especially when uh, you know we get into the the kidneys because you know as fans of the show remember my kidneys gave me a little bit of a hard time getting back online. They they weren't getting with the program right away, so um, I had to I delved uh, kid feet first into the wonderful world of kidney failure, and. Um, yeah, that was that was an eye opener. But you know, <clears throat> it was kind. Of, I mean, it's just I don't know. It's like getting a DUI. Like it's a big deal for six months, and then it's not. You get your license back, and everything's normal again. You know. So that was it. <laughs> that was that was like the overhanging specter of uh, of this weekend. You know. So you just celebrated the fact that you did it. Yeah, I mean, Friday, a uh, friend of the show, Mike Vanderbilt, had his KFC and champagne party. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I thought it was going to be an orgy, to be honest with you. Like, when he called me up, he was like, dude, I'm having a KFC and champagne party. I was like, right. And then I showed up there, and it was literally like a KFC and champagne party. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I wore my snap-away pants, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I thought i thought that was code i thought he was throwing me like a one-year like welcome back anniversary like you know because it was the night before december 3rd was like my my uh surgery date so when he was like yeah we're doing this thing on december 2nd i'm like oh this is gonna be a surprise party this is gonna get weird and it didn't it was it was normal you know um but no is it was a good champagne party normal i i I guess in in Japan it is. I guess it's a very big thing in Asian countries where KFC is like a staple part of their diet. You know what I mean? It's it's their Christmas dinner. Yeah. So that was that was kind of the theme of it. So we uh, ate a lot of KFC, drank a lot of booze. It was a good time. Um, Are you are you a um, white meat man or a dark meat man? I got strips. I don't fuck with bones. I ain't trying to eat bones at a party in front of people. You know what I mean? True. Just got the strips True. with the with the buffalo ranch sauce. It was pretty good. Strips are white meat. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't discern. Um, my my genitals are like the UN. You know what I mean? They'll fucking they'll house anybody as long as uh, I didn't know that you ate chicken with your genitals, Pato. That's something <laughs> we should put up on the Patreon. <laughs> well, there you go. Um. <laughs> So there is that. What else did I do this weekend? I okay. So here's something we saw. Uh, I took my kid to see Violent Night on Saturday. Yeah, how was that? It was awesome. Good. Uh, I don't want to hype it up because I feel like uh, it's getting a lot of hype. Uh, I agree. You know, and and it, let's not forget, like this is a shitty movie. 
it's a it's a it's a killer santa movie but it's not like you know so don't expect schindler's list but it's not exactly like the toxic avenger either like it's good and it's entertaining um but i think it's getting a little bit too much praise where people are forgetting like let's not forget like it's it's a killer santa movie written by the people that did sonic the sonic the hedgehog movies you know what i mean like it's all right uh and we had a good time with it but i don't want to overhype it because i feel like it's kind of reaching that point and then um yeah and then uh the other thing i did this weekend is i shaved my pubes okay oh did you yes (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) in anticipation for friday night's party uh I had to I had to do my beard anyway. Like I had to line up my beard again, and I was like, "Okay, let's let's do the manscaping thing down here," and um, it it was successful. I don't know how you really rate that kind of experience, you know. So hold on, Pat. You're not shave. You're not gonna shave your face with the same razor you shaved your pubes with, are you? Are you not supposed to do that? No. Yeah. Well. No. Uh, it's an electric razor. <laughs> no, that doesn't matter why that's gross no it's i don't have cooties what is it i don't think it's that gross that's weird i mean no i guess i mean i did my face first oh my god it's not like i went from my crotch to my face i went from my face to my crotch we're gonna do a twitter poll oh (laughs) sure but use uh, promo code stay weird to get 20% off at manscaped.com. <laughs> you can shave your face and your pubes like Pato. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it's Manscaped's awesome line of, of wonderful products. It reminds me of a story. Um, you know, you were talking about shaving for the party. And uh, we had one girl and um, that we sang out with. I don't even remember her name. doesn't matter. Anyway, she was like a big old lesbian, except for when she got drunk and she would want to fuck everybody and it was like you know we had like the lesbian friend and that was her and then we had the gay friend and that was one of our other friends and anyway specifically she would always try to like have sex with the gay friend and i I don't know anyway one night she was real disappointed she like got really upset she's like i shaved for this and um that should be a t-shirt you know yeah there was a little bit of that on friday night i'll be like oh it's some disappointment, right? You're like, damn, I don't even get to use my clean shaven genitals. I know. I had my snap away pants. I had my, I was wearing my yellow, I got pegged at Cracker Barrel shirt. Oh, yeah. It's got the little like, triangle game that they have at Cracker Barrels. Oh, yeah. And I was just, I was like, let's do it. And nothing. <laughs> I got drunk with Mike's sister. <laughs> He'd sing Green Day songs in the kitchen. <laughs> you should have showed her your cleanly shaved genitals with no. Manscaped. Uh- <laughs> I would not. There's some people I have too much respect for. Or like they just they don't they never have to look at it like that's their <laughs> you know what I mean like not just, your wife but you know some people yeah <laughs> never well. subject her to that poor thing yeah so this is uh you know we are closing we're definitely closing in the home run of the uh, manscape deal so like you guys need to buy these products you need to buy these products so that they know that we are awesome and that they want to continue to work with us in the future um so you know get your get your holiday shopping i did i bought some holiday items uh, from manscaped it's not just about shaving your balls they got all kinds of shit you got lip balm and, and body wash and there's lots of shit that you can get using promo code stay weird for 20 percent off yeah yeah that, i was talking about that before pato made me edit this part out because his, um <laughs> his washing machine repairman called him in the middle of the recording so um <laughs> 
Hey, what can I say? My wife needs a little bit of an adjustment. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I got someone God. coming over to straighten her out. Well, at least you shaved, Pato. <laughs> at least you're ready. <laughs> oh, I haven't told her yet. She doesn't know. It's a surprise. She'll be surprised when she hears this podcast. She'll be like, oh. Merry Christmas. All right. <laughs> anyway. Well, great. That's all. Those are all great things. I um, Sure. How was your weekend? Yeah, no, it was a weekend. Uh, life is just weird right now. I don't live in, like, r- the real world at the moment, so um, forgive me for that. But, you know, I, uh, I've i been doing some things. I've been doing some stuff. I watched the... Um, Mm, people are going to have mixed feelings about this, but I'm going to tell you about it. Mm. Um, I, I tried to catch up on the real world, um, you know, that just because I fucking had no idea what was going on, man. I, I took a peek over at Twitter. I was like, what in the fuck is happening over here? And then I left. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm still on Twitter, but um, I just, I'm not, I'm not interested. I don't want to politic. You know, I, I got other things going on. I'm busy. Um, but, you know, again, I, I checked out the, um, that casey anthony documentary thing and uh okay you know i you know i've seen people online now are like well i don't think casey anthony killed her kid and let me tell you something that bitch is a pathological liar okay she's a pathological liar whether or not her father had anything to do with that child with her child's disappearance or murder whatever it doesn't matter she was also involved she's still very guilty she should be rotten in prison for the rest of her life and that's my stance on it and that's really all i'm gonna say about it it's on our list of episodes i'd like to cover it eventually just because it it it's probably casey anthony is probably the most hated woman in the entire country so i mean um i would like to talk about just how the criminal justice system can very much fail even you know when everybody's like she's absolutely guilty and i think that that's a great example of it um but yeah i mean honestly don't watch it again a lot of people are like well i'm not gonna give my money to her because honestly she probably did make a a lot of fucking money on this she's never done a documentary before um you know this is the most in-depth she's talked about this case since she was found not guilty and um yeah don't watch it because all she says is that she still didn't do it and we know that that's not true so <laughs> that's what i got to say about that okay, so oh, pretend that i don't follow anything true crime i just texted you a picture of her she's got crazy girl eyes like that's okay. that's that's a that's a crazy girl right there i can i don't know anything about the case or anything but i can tell you right now you anything about the casey when, when i see a chick with eyes like that <clears throat> she's pulling the condom off halfway through that blows my mind her fucking ankle locking her ankles behind you i'll tell you that it uh, blows my mind that you don't know anything about this was case. she the kids were in the backseat of the car and it went into the river and she tried to say that someone stole the car no no her daughter went missing and nobody reported it she didn't report it for like a month and then she said the last time she saw her she left her with the nanny there was no nanny she like lied about her job there was no job i mean and and then she walked away not guilty regard you know even though there was a mountain of evidence and why was she not guilty what was the, um, what was the, the rationale behind that they couldn't prove it beyond a reasonable doubt yeah if they don't have a body or murder weapon they kind of can't have to let you go right well they have the body so where'd they where'd they find it the body was found and like uh just in a field like uh not very far away from her parents house um but it was very badly decomposed 
there's a lot to it. Pat. We're not yeah. going to hit it in an intro. <laughs> and this and this documentary is it pro her or why are people? It's not really pro her. It's just, so like the again every like, okay Casey Anthony is is guilty. All right, everybody knows that she is guilty. This was next to the. I'm, this is what I'm saying. I'm shocked. You don't really know about this. Next to the O.J. Simpson case, this is the largest true crime case out there. The most watched true crime case out there. And um, and then she was found not guilty again very much to the surprise of everybody as as with the oj case so they came out so peacock did this this limited series documentary and it's casey anthony sharing her side of the story okay and you know what i'll watch it and then we should do an episode on it because i'm kind of fresh to this so this feels like a good opportunity for me to watch that documentary and have that be kind of my first and i'm sure my wife knows all about it because she loves true crime shit yeah but. yeah have, have this be your introduction into it and then we'll uh like i said get into the details at a later date but yeah it was not good she doesn't admit to killing her daughter or anything like she should you know but uh <laughs> yeah, so there's that yeah. um but i haven't really been doing much else like i said i don't really live in like reality right now so i don't even know what the hell's going on with the world i don't even know clue me in people what the fuck's happening um that's it really that's all i got okay <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about some news? Let's get to it. Let me see what I got for the news. I think the only thing that I have is this thing that you brought up, Pato. It is this cattle mutilation situation. So in Colorado, um, they've had some mysterious cattle mutilations pop up. Colorado isn't a stranger to uh, cattle mutilation cases. Um, you know, in fact, it's it's one of the top places that this phenomenon occurs at. Mm um initially it seems that there was a um a cow that was attacked by a pack of wolves and some of the other cases surrounding this because it wasn't just the one cow it's now i think the count is up to like 18 or something um there's been a been like 18 separate ones that have happened in the area that don't have those same indicators of a wolf attack um namely it's not that you know it hasn't been picked apart or eaten at at all it's just that these like cows are like dying um so some things were sent off to the lab for some testing to see if maybe these cows died from some type of illness going around they did not um so it's still uh it's still a mystery we did a whole episode on this but what do you think about about it happening in uh colorado yeah i mean that uh that's definitely the region that um it's kind of a hotbed for that activity. You know, one of the, um, I think Arizona was where some of the first sightings were. Was it Arizona or Nevada? But like that whole area out there. And, uh, you know, the the book that I had read, um, Saucer Spooks and Kooks, made the argument that cattle mutilation is tied to um, the, uh, the EPA kind of like testing the environment for... Sure. Uh, contaminants and stuff and that they only they're really just checking the cows like lymph nodes or whatever and they only need like a sample of the blood but they do these really elaborate they stage these elaborate mutilation scenarios to kind of throw people off about what exactly they're looking for and that i mean that kind of made sense to me because this is such a a a bizarre um thing that happens that it's it's hard to make sense of it and i guess that was that's the explanation that always worked for me so 
Well, Oregon, Oregon happens to be number one in cattle mutilations. That's okay. like where they all come from. Um, so it's not terribly far, you know, from that region, you know, but it's it's on the same side. Um, with this one in particular, a couple of things that I, I just wanted to make note is, again, this claim of being attacked by wolves. Um, there aren't any native wolves in that area. So mm-hmm. that's weird. But they have been finding very large canine type footprints in that area um and and that's why they assume that maybe the other ones had been also attacked by pack wolves coyotes pack dogs you know something um in the you know canine realm um i I just kind of wanted to make a side note because i didn't want to go the entire episode and not say anything about it and people are going to be shocked by this but uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and dedicate this portion of the episode to Linda Godfrey, um, who was a dogman researcher who recently passed away. Linda's written tons and tons and tons of books. I know a lot of people are very sad about her passing. Mm-hmm. I never got to meet Linda, and I've never read any of her books at all. My dogman research, I have not read any of Linda's books, which is a disservice. I will do that. Um, but obviously people are saying of course with these cattle mutilations this is a dogman phenomena one thing that has occurred over and over again with alleged dogman sightings is that they will kill these animals and then scavengers nobody will touch it and that does seem to be happening in this case whatever it is that's killing these things other scavengers and other animals won't touch the remains um i don't know why that would be you know, she, yeah, she got her start with the, uh, with the cattle mutilations. Um, she was just an actual reporter for like a, whatever, whatever town, yeah, like the first wave of them hit in. Yeah. Um, she was a local reporter covering the story and that's what kind of, and then there was the UFO. Yeah. The UFO connection. That's what kind of led her into, uh, the paranormal. And then she started doing work with George Knapp. Um, yeah. who's the, who's Art Bell's, uh, like fill in host for coast to coast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I never thought it was, I don't, I don't think it was a dog because how, how do they leave that clean of a site behind that's the clean of a crime scene? You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense that sure. any, any animal would do that, you know? Well, this thing hadn't at least five of the deaths, their deaths they are blaming on this pack of wolves. Right. And so, obviously, then, I mean, I haven't seen details exactly of, uh, you know, the gruesome details of what exactly they're looking at. Um, but that suggests to me that at least, and at least five of them, like, shit was strung, like, was strung around everywhere, you know, <laughs> like an animal would do. Um, you know, but I don't know. I'm not saying it is or isn't dog man. Um, I just know that that's a possible connection people might make. And just interesting how it is all happening, um, you know, in the wake of, of Linda Godfrey's passing yeah i mean i guess that's that's interesting like she died and now they're clear to mutilate more because she's off the case i mean I don't because nobody's she... talking yeah nobody's telling on them so sure <laughs> <laughs> well, we are we're on to you dogman people right. that are also somehow alien in nature or something um <laughs> you know, i don't know um yeah interesting story i haven't really seen much else happening but again you know as far as the news itself goes i'm kind i'm kind of really out of the loop um tell me what i'm missing you guys let me know yeah Um, i got something that the majority of our fans are missing that i want to talk about real quick um some hot news 
is that Jim Jam from the Horror Basement Beyond is one sexy bitch. And Ooh, I would not at all be disappointed to wake up in his otter pen. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about Jim Jam's otter pen. <laughs> How can you forget? You want to talk about one of the most fervent uh, supporters of this show. I wanted to take a minute this week to stop and 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 hold the mirror up to the man that is uh, celebrates us and applauds us and is the best Aww. cheerleading section that we could possibly ask for. Uh, Jim, Jan, and Johnny, they have the uh, Horror Basement Beyond. They have a TV show on Tingler Television Saturday nights. They are prolific on TikTok uh, using the Big Bald Buddies moniker. And honestly, I long for a friendship like theirs because these guys, like, get together. I don't know if they work together with deals, but, like, every afternoon is them hanging out, like, trying new, like, <laughs> like, like Mountain Dew and chips and then being like, these are good. Or these aren't good you know what i mean and i just love that i'm like these guys are awesome like they're like hey let's stop at 7-eleven and then go you know create content and um i love their enthusiasm i think they're genuinely likable personable people and uh if you're not on the horror basement beyond tip get on it and then figure out how you can fit them into your lives be it Watch their TV show on Tingler, which I did. I did once, and I forget what they were talking about. But they were going off on a fucking thing, and I was like, okay, not that it was bad. It was just like, I don't know. I like came into the conversation late, but uh, I, the show is entertaining. Uh, the TikToks. Whenever I go on TikTok, it's like, you know, <laughs> we've talked about what my TikTok feed primarily is, <laughs> but uh, it's that, and then it's the it's, it's these two guys. <laughs> and it's Jim, Jim and Johnny. <laughs> they're they're quite the sorbet to uh cleanse the palate. And uh I, we, we love you guys and thank you so much for everything you do. Wow. So that's news. That is news. That that's some big news. Some breaking hot off the presses news right there. Uh, um no, yeah, no, great guys. Definitely check them out. Um they support us, so we will support them uh until the end. Maybe we should start doing that though. Maybe we should start doing like appreciation shout outs. Yeah, you know what? I think that should be instead of news, because I'm really bad you about coming up with news, I'll come up with someone to give a shout out to one of our contemporaries in the field. Did you see Aaron Dees is the new editor in chief of Paranormality magazine? I did see that, but you can save his shout out for next week. Oh, well, that was that was your shout out. I think I don't think Aaron needs shout outs. <laughs> I think he's doing all right. He's, <laughs> he's going to get fluffed by me. Out. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, everybody needs a fluffing. Sure. You're never, you're never too big for a good fluff. Um. <laughs> what did you think of your? Um, this is kind of like. I guess keeping okay. with the news thing. Uh, sure. What did you think of your Instagram pictures or like the the avatar things that it, the oh AR? the AI portraits? Yeah, I really like them. I really like mine too. Did you get, did you see mine today? I posted mine I on Instagram. Yeah, they're uh, those are awesome. It's really weird because like it's my face, but it's not my face. You know, Pat, go on my Facebook. Um, people like actually like think that these, and I don't know how people think this. Some people think that these are actually pictures of me. Well, you know, mine are very cartoony, but it's like mine are too. But it's, but it's still you. I mean, it, it looks like you. Yeah, they, it's they really look like you. creepy. They look exactly like me. It's really weird, but it's not me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you see. Here's the thing: all the girl ones that I see, like you, have very. Um, yours are good. 
It's funny how they get our tattoos wrong, though. It is really funny. And yeah. like, I'm, I'm usually wearing my, my moon necklace, and it's funny because it tries to, like, replicate my moon necklace, too. <laughs> yeah, like, mine, it gave me earrings because I have a freckle on one of my earlobes. So in some of mine, I have, like, gauge ears, which not yeah. terribly against that, but I don't have that. And then with you, with your, like, tattoos, like, your your chest tattoos, like, it, you could see how it kind of struggles with that. It tries, but yeah, it doesn't. There's one where it's pretty, it, it is pretty accurate. I was like, oh, the other thing, I can tell that's a betta fish. <laughs> yeah, I like the one where yeah. you look like, I, I'm commenting on it somewhere, but you look like fucking Scully. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, there's some good ones here. There's some really good ones. Yeah, they turned out really good. And I mean, that's just, you know, the one just, I mean, there's so many. I'm like, I can't save all these and post all of them, um, you know, because then that looks really weird. But um there were some that were just like nightmare fuel and i, I want to post the ones that <laughs> you have some of yours look like you you look like an alien like it gives you these crazy big anime eyes i love that no i don't it's weird i do i really like that a lot i am an alien that's why no i don't mind um, how they inflate your hooters and then sometimes you look like poison ivy like sometimes you in the like fucking poison. woods with a wreath on your head what the fuck is that about I don't, I don't know. A wreath on my head? <laughs> yeah, a crown? Yeah. A flower crown? Yes. There's like a whole big batch of them that's all like, I got a bunch of stuff with me as me as an astronaut, which I thought was cool. Like me in the space yeah. suit. The girls ones and the boys ones are different. I want to do um, the boys ones too. I thought about doing that, about changing my gender and seeing what they would do. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I'm curious what that would look like um but yeah it's a it's just it's a very eerie how some of them really i mean it just it's me it's weird <laughs> yeah i saw some i saw some people doing it. i saw some people hating on it i mean hey you're allowed to hate whatever you want to hate but uh i don't know i thought they were cool as fuck i always some people really hate it some people do well i you know i have done enough like movie stuff where i've seen people draw like cartoon characters based on the characters that have been in movies or like whatever like when we were when when i was in the band with mike we used to do um his brother's a real good artist andy vanderbilt and he would um for posters or for cover art if we put out like a seven inch or something he would do little animated versions of us and like i always thought that was like the most amazing thing in the world is like looking at a cartoon version of me like yeah. it, it it fills me with like infinite joy and happiness um yeah it's very fun i agree yeah. with that and so, you know people hate on it they're like oh it's taken away from artists or i've seen people claiming that it's stealing it's straight up stealing artwork from other people and i don't i can't i don't know if it is or isn't if it is let me know um but you gotta provide some backup like i've seen a lot of call outs of like can anybody prove that this is stealing art from anybody hey, so far has. you find me a, you find me a graphic designer that i could pay seven dollars to that's going to crank out 50 of those fucking pictures in 10 minutes right and i will give them my seven dollars right until then shut the fuck up you know what i mean i i hire independent artists to do all of my posters for my movies all of the crap that we crank out, you know what I mean? All of my podcast logos and stuff like that. Don't act like I don't support the fucking arts just because I wanted to do something on my phone for seven bucks. Like, you know, just yeah. some people just love being a fucking weapon. You know what we call them? We call them pigeons because they shit all over everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's enough pigeons in this world. We don't need you fucking. Yeah, I agree with that. And that was kind of the thing that like. I spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars every year on my art fronts because I love them and I love what they do and I'll mm -hmm. still continue to spend hundreds more on them. And, you know, the people that 
the people that pay hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars aren't taking away by spending seven bucks on an app. However, there are people that would have never, ever, ever spent a dime on an actual artist. They're going to go and spend $7 on this app, but they weren't going to go give you $7. Yeah. They weren't going to give you the 50 that you're charging for a commission. You know, they just weren't going to do that. That's why they're spending seven on, on 50 to a hundred images, whatever it is, you know, they just weren't your clientele anyway. That's just not what they are, you know? So anyway, that's just, that's my take on it. We'll see how it progresses. If it is actually stealing artwork from people, then that is a conversation that we need to have. But until there's proof of that, we can't say one way or, or the other. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, so anyway, that's uh, what I got to say about that. Pero, you have feelings about organ trafficking at times. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I understand um, this was an interesting topic because it, it happens for, uh, from what I've seen, it, it happens for a lot of different reasons. And the um, the specifics of it, the facts of the case are not necessarily what I expected. And the more I d- researched this for the show and got into what's actually happening and why it's happening it did strike a chord for me because of the time that i spent on dialysis earlier this year um when i did have my open heart surgery it was like a a 12-hour surgery and um when i came out of it uh my kidneys didn't work although i I think that it was probably it was my body freaking out because i had a catheter in my dick and it just wasn't responding well to that kind of trauma um, my kidneys worked well as soon as I got off everything and it didn't take long for me to recover. But in the meantime, sure. I was, I was put on dialysis for about a month and a half, two months. And it was a terrible thing to have to go through. And whenever people ask me about open heart surgery and how was it and did it hurt and all this stuff in the recovery, I always tell them it would have been a it would have been a fucking cakewalk if it wasn't for the dialysis. Dialysis is is some of the most painful. Uh, I don't want to say dehumanizing. It's not like you're you know being raped by clowns, but it's not a fucking good time. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's dark, but it's like not that. And it's it's very depressing. And being somebody that had to go to those, you know, when you do dialysis, you sit in a room with uh about 15 other people and you're all getting your blood cleaned out right and it's all people with kidney failure and um some of those people are trans waiting for transplants oh yeah and i walked in there trying to get out of there as quickly as possible but realistically i was looking at doing this for three months at the maximum and Mm -hmm. i was able to bitch and moan and 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 self-advocate and get out of there in one and a half to two right yeah and 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 that was me at my breaking point where i fucking ran for that wall and just hopped over it as soon as i could get out of it i did um it was a terrible experience and that's why it does not surprise me that um when you talk about organ trafficking you're mostly talking about kidneys well right there's kind of um two things going on here um there's the reality of just organ transplants in general which is fucking expensive which is absolutely grueling and which is sometimes straight up a life or death situation mm-hmm. um and then there's the horror aspect of it of you know we, we all know that story you uh 
you know, you, you take that uh, luxury vacation in Mexico and you're out with your girlfriends and uh, you meet a, a wonderful fella or lady and uh, you guys have a, an amazing night together and you take them back to your hotel room and then you wake up the next morning in your bathtub with ice with your kidney missing. Um, so you know, how much of that is true and, and how much isn't? Um, can we talk gonna... about that for a second? Can we like pause there real quick? So that is the American version of that story. Mm hmm. And the American version of that story is that way because what is the subtext of that story? Watch it. Watch. Don't go to foreign countries. Watch your drink. Be careful who you take home. Don't be promiscuous. Right. Like that's all the subtext that led people in these situations. Sure. The third most uh, the third most popular country for uh, organ trafficking is Egypt. And okay. in Egypt. They have a similar urban legend, but theirs involves people going to get travel visas that are told that before they're allowed to leave the country. So they, they, so you go on a job interview in Egypt and they say, oh, well, if you, if you get this job, we need you to be able to travel to other countries. Do you have your visa? Right. And they'll say, we want to get, we want you to get this paperwork. You're going to have to go for a physical so you can get your travel visa. And when they go for the physical to get their travel visa, visa, they're sedated and their organs are harvested. That's the Egyptian version of that story. Because what that, the subtext of that urban legend is don't work for multinational corporations and don't try <laughs> to leave the country. No, seriously, <laughs> seriously. And that's their no, urban right. legend is no, like, no, Oh, no, Oh, you think you got a job interview with Coca-Cola? You know, don't, don't work for Coca-Cola. What I, and when you think about the middle East in general, where you have like these Western companies coming in and trying to set up shop and, you know, and do all this stuff in the, in the face of like, you know, unrest and all this shit. Um, it, I thought that was really interesting how, how that yeah. story metamorphosis, you know, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, but but what kind of uh, we're we're kind of going to close the gap in between like what's real and kind of what's not, and and what the facts are as close to the facts as as we have because the fact of the matter is is that we don't really have them. Um, so when it comes to organ transplants, again, the average wait time for an organ is anywhere between two to seven years. Okay. And in that time period, a lot of people waiting on organs fucking die. Yeah. All right. Um, first and foremost, if you're going to die, right, and you're going to die, all of us do, um, please be an organ donor. Just do it. You're not going to use that shit. Um, I am 100% in support of organ donation. Um, you should get rid of your stuff. Kidneys are the most popular thing in the trade because... Um, well, we happen to need a lot of them, but also because we have two of them. So you could give up your kidney while you're still alive. You can't give up your heart, your lungs, your corneas, your pancreas. You can't give those things mm -hmm. um, until you die. <laughs> so uh, please be an organ donor. That is fantastic. Or uh, donate your body to science. That's a good idea, too. Did you, um, ever, did you ever hear an urban legend that if you want to be an organ donor, let your family know that, but don't put it on your driver's license? Because there's uh, EMS people or doctors that won't work on you if they see that because they might know somebody that needs. I have. Yeah. 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 It kind of sounds so, like bullshit, but I don't know. It, it could. You know, I, I forgot all about that. I wish I wish I'd remembered that before because I would have researched it. But yeah, that, that, that if that's true, 
then that very well could be another i mean that would be organ trafficking um so yeah two to seven wait time two to seven year wait time again people fucking die waiting on organs and never get them um and then they're also extremely extremely costly um it's really miserable right having to um get organs so um organ trafficking is in high demand and again the number one trade are kidneys Mm -hmm. um about roughly about 10 percent of all organ transplants are illegal they're trafficked Mm -hmm. and then of that 10 percent about 10,000 of them per year are just kidneys alone um because you don't have to kill people for them (laughs) yeah you're good but you don't have to Mm -hmm. you know um not just that you can actually find willing participants that are more than happy to sell their kidney right desperate people most of of uh kidney uh or i'm sorry organ organ trafficking happens in desolate third world countries where people are desperate for money um it predominantly happens i mean as pato said yeah egypt is is a top contender um but just north and and western africa great places to get trafficked for your organs um or or you know buy an organ and uh have it transplanted china is number one but that might be that might be just people shitting on china yep, it is and we're gonna get it we're, we're gonna talk about china I got, I got some i got some to share about china and um trap organ trafficking um organ trafficking and human trafficking tend to go hand in hand which kind of makes sense now we don't know if correlation is causation or what the case is with that just because again um it's so hush hush and so underground there's a lot of big names in organ trafficking big big names and and you're talking doctor you have to have medical professionals okay mm-hmm. so if you're if you're going to be an organ trafficker you got the low men who who bait the people in right to to have their organs harvested whether it be through their consent or not you know and then you have the people that kind of run the operation then you have to have your medical professionals that get in on the cut then you have to have buyers you know this is a whole big ordeal and they are goddamn good at hiding it um or at least so we know so there's no real statistics the 10 percent is just kind of a ballpark we don't really know but we do know that people just show up with organs um right because they have to be matched i mean like that's the thing that you gotta remember no, they don't that, what no they don't in organ trafficking a lot of people die from from it because they're not properly matched mm-hmm yep so they don't they, it doesn't always work out that that's where we're getting the numbers from either we bl- we have a whistleblower on these operations or the person ends up coming into a hospital because they're fucking dying because they put in this organ and their body's rejecting it mm. yeah so that's an interesting tidbit um but medically yes you i mean in order for you can't just fucking go put in other people's body parts in your body like you have to be matched to it your body will not take it in but when you're desperate when it's you and you want to live or you're desperate and it's your child and you want your child to live mm-hmm. a lot of people are willing to do absolutely anything to make that happen including putting in mismatched organs <laughs> because they just don't think it through um so the entire world the entire world it is illegal to do this except for iran it's not illegal to trade human organs in iran but everywhere else in the whole con- in the whole entire world it's illegal to trade it with human organs you're not allowed so that's an interesting tidbit to know see i did a little bit of homework okay <laughs> so did i but now i'm afraid to say any of it because you're gonna fucking tell me i'm wrong no i'm not <laughs> no, i don't want to be wrong no i'm not 
those are just the fa- the fast facts about it that I have real quick. Um, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about a little bit more pointed cases. Unless Pato, you had any other fast facts you wanted to throw out there? Uh, let me look at my notes. No, sure. I, ha- I have like ten cases. Well, I think I emailed you that thing, the list first. When I don't know. Ten terrifying about. tales of or- organ trafficking. If you emailed me, I probably didn't check it. Let me look. It's oh, okay. Um, no, it's all good. I think we covered <laughs> it. Iran's bad guys, mostly kidneys. Uh, China, Pakistan, Egypt, Colombia, Philippines are the five hot spots. Let's talk about uh, China then. How about that? I said I would. All right. So the UN had an ongoing, uh, still has an ongoing investigation on China for harvesting organs from prisoners. Okay. So the UN kind of stepped in because they were saying that they were taking these um, mostly prisoners of war and they were before anything okay this is how it goes before anything happens to them they run tests on them as if they were going to transplant organs and then they would either purposefully let the prisoners die or they would just die and then they would illegally take their organs okay of course china has denied this and said absolutely not that's not what's happening um except some of the families of these people getting these bodies back are finding missing organs in them so that's kind of weird um again this is an ongoing investigation this is something that's kind of new the un's hoping for a whistleblower to come forward but nobody really has um i fucking absolutely buy that china's doing this and that's probably why they're listed as number one mm-hmm. is because they are likely harvesting organs for prisoners that's a great that's a great you know fucking lucrative right there but who are they at war with to where they have prisoners uh, I don't know Chinese politics enough to know that. I don't think it's necessarily like prisoners of, of, of war because they're at war with somebody. I think it's more like um, foreigners that come over, they get arrested. Yeah, that's why that's like, probably more uh, correct. Be- because one thing that they are saying about it is that most of the time they happen to be not the Chinese people. They happen to be people of different races and different things like that that they're harvesting organs from. Mm-hmm. Because they're probably then taking those organs to that country and selling them. And I guess they assume that maybe if you have some matching, you know, if like if you're black and you're a black person looking for an organ, that's like a better match. I don't know. It was kind of hard to find too many details about it because the UN's like, hmm, we think this is going on there. And then China was like, no, it's not. The UN's like, okay. <laughs> and that was really kind of the end of it. Um, you know, that's, but it's, it's interesting. I didn't deep dive into it too, too much. Um, just because I don't know too much about China, but I know that like we in America purposely shit on them. And I think that probably a lot of what we say about them is propaganda, but that's just based off of personal opinion. So that's, that's what I think about it. So that's, um, China. Um, another one I wanted to talk about was, you know, um, there was an, uh, a blood farm in India. So uh, in India, they were offering uh, quite a pretty penny for people to come and, and donate blood. And uh, just like we do here, you get for you to have your blood cleaned out of all its plasma and put back into your body. It's actually pretty fucking horrifying, but people do it for money here. Um, except people were showing up and this was happening just at like someone's house. And they ended up um 
raiding this house and they found people that were kept in cages so the people would show up to sell their blood they would be willing participants going hey yeah take my blood and then when they drain almost all of the blood out of their body and they're super weak at that point who whoever was running the operation would detain those people and then keep them in cages and then continue to drain blood from them and this had gone on some of the victims had been there about two and a half years oh my god yeah yeah having their blood continuously drain to almost the last drop just have it they don't want to kill them because they wanted the blood um but yeah it was called the the india blood farm really fucked up oh my god really fucked up um pakistan also had another similar um operation where a home was raided and they had found 24 people in cages um their operation was more so kidneys um so they would keep people they would kidnap people and then they would keep them until they had a buyer and then they would 24 people is what they found alive um no word on how many victims there were in total but they would keep them until they found a buyer and then take out the kidney and then release those people or you know maybe they'd die in surgery or you know whatever during their it seems like it seems like when they have situations like this where they're keeping people hostage um they at minimum try to wait for the recovery and then at maximum they just kill them and take everything else again the heart the lungs corneas um pancreas now is a big one um so yeah (laughs) um so this is very much this is a very real thing that is actively happening um you know we know that people are being kept and harvested to a degree um we just again we don't really know what the extent is because most of these people are willing participants or they they, start off at least you know and something goes sideways right willing yeah and i mean you're talking you're talking about people that are criminals that are fucking removing your organs from your body illegally you know right they're not ethical <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting because there's um you know it, it's on, on the ground level obviously it's a very criminal enterprise but then for the you know for the organs to be used uh you need to bring in medical professionals exactly you need to bring in people that are not your average run-of-the-mill kidnapper or right. or you know thug that's gonna uh kind of can you know have a bunch of fucking uh prisoners in a basement somewhere and shit like you, you oh, this stuff ends up you know in the, in the hands of doctors medical professionals mm-hmm. and then they continue with the illegal activity um from there i have a i have a couple stories that yeah kind of wanted to talk Please. about real quick um one of them has to do with uh you talk about um people willingly doing it and this is it, it checks that box and it takes place in china where um a woman noticed that her son and i'm not going to butcher the chinese names but it gives it and this was in april of 2011 had somehow acquired a brand new iphone and ipad when she confronted him about how he could afford the expensive products he confessed that he had paid for them with the money he received for selling a kidney understandably upset by her son's actions uh the woman contacted the police it turns out that her son had met someone online who promised to pay him twenty thousand dollars for his kidney and the two met in a nearby city 
Uh, an operation was performed in a local hospital, but not by the facility's staff. The hospital had said that a private businessman had rented out the area, uh, and the police were ultimately unable to locate the man in question. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's really interesting that, you know, it, they're even taking place at hospitals. You can rent out a wing of a hospital. And now, how the fuck did she not realize that her kid? I mean, wouldn't you know that your kid just had your, their kidney removed? Right. Or the kid's gone for or whatever, you know, um, you even if he came home that day. I mean, he'd be in horror. Have you ever had kidney pain? It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Here's a, here's another one I wanted to rattle off real quick. I got more, but we'll just do two sure. and I'll, I'll pass the mic back to you. Um, this is in January of 2003 in Italy. Undercover police were working to gather information on drug trafficking when they received an incredibly disturbing offer. When speaking with three Ukrainian women, one of whom was a pregnant prostitute, they asked if they were interested in acquiring her five-month parcel. The undercover officers weren't given a chance to simply buy the unborn child. They had to bid on it uh, because there was multiple buyers. Wow. Apparently, several others came and tried to buy the child for its organs, particularly the heart and liver. Sadly, this implies that these were the parents of children that needed an urgent transplant. Uh, the price went all the way to 350,000 euros, which the bid was placed by the police. The baby was born on May 9th and handed to the undercover officers, at which point the women were arrested and the other bidders were investigated as well. Uh, police believe the women had possibly sold other children the same way in the past, which is something that we talked about. So we, we had the whole Spotify rap thing happen this week. And one of our show's uh, top most played episodes was the Peter Scully Red Room um, snuff film episode. Mm -hmm. And I went back and listened to it just because I was like, ah, let's see what people are hearing when they listen to this episode, which the whole first 30 minutes is me rambling about the Nephilim. <laughs> Because <laughs> oh, I, I, I just read that fucking book, <laughs> which like I was like, Jesus, this is what all these people have heard. Um, I know, right? But I mean, I guess we're still fucking here, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> this is before we got sponsored, but um, it's the whole human trafficking thing that that humans. I think it's it's been pretty well established that for multiple reasons, human beings are seen as commodities. And that they can be bought and sold in traffic, just like drugs or guns or automobiles or literally anything else. Bootleg Avengers movies. You know what I mean? Um, human life to some people is very, very cheap. And the fact that there is a person, a soul who was born into this world, and this is their world experience just to exist, to, you know, briefly to be trafficked or to be raised in a situation where they're abused for other people. Like it's incredibly disturbing and dark to think about, but it's also 100% real. You know, that is, that is definitely the world we live in to some extent. I don't know how high, how widespread this is. And this really just sounds like the, with the organ trafficking, it sounds like just different criminal rings. It doesn't sound like there's one massive. Agreed. Kidney yes. Illuminati, you know, I agree with that across the board on organ tra all human trafficking all forms of human trafficking i agree that i i i disdain the idea of one big giant ring that's all interconnected together no absolutely not that'd be too easy to take down the reason why it's not easy to take down is because it's operating on small operations and secular groups over and over and over again but it is happening i agree with that 
Um, I read that story also that, that you're talking about. And, you know, and I was there when we recorded that episode for the snuff films um, and stuff. So, <laughs> um, but that story in particular is interesting because, you know, we, how many children are being born just for their organs? You know, how often is that happening? I don't, are, are you, did, did you leave? Did you want me to answer that? How the fuck do I know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to say something about it, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Oh, so, my, I mean, my two cents is just think about it like this, kids. Not all weed dealers know each other. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Lots, lots of people in this world sell weed. Right. And they don't all know each other. There's no weed dealer union like in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. That was a fucking movie. It's just different people in different parts of the world decided, you know what, I'm going to sell dope. Same thing with kidneys. Same thing with fucking kids. Yeah. Same thing with uh, workers. Um, you know, the um, like slave labor is just something that fucking nobody talks about at all. People are trafficked just to work. And like people don't realize that, you know, it's just very, it's not talked about. Um, but yeah, I mean, that woman, she probably has had, she probably has popped out a couple of kids, probably has and sold them. And you know how valuable children organs probably are? Way more, way more than regular people organs. I can guarantee you that. God, that's some, that's probably the grossest thing I've ever said on the show. Um, <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, one of the things that I bring up in um, in the Peter Scully episode was that, you know, watch. I don't. I don't watch snuff porn. I don't watch. You know, um, pedophile shit. I'm not into that at all. But I've just just from navigating, um, you know, X Hamster or um, you know any of the websites. You know, X videos. You know, whatever. You see amateur porn with pregnant women all the time. And what are the chances that 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 baby? And that woman is going to grow up and live a normal life. Pretty fucking slim. You know what I mean? If the mother is shooting porn nine months, shooting fetish porn nine months pregnant, somehow that's legal. Somehow that's not, that's not on the dark web. That's on any porn tube website that you go to to get your free porn. There is a section with pregnant performers. Okay. What are the chances that those kids grow up in normal life? Probably pretty fucking slim. Okay. That doesn't mean they're all being trafficked, but I mean. I can't I, say. I, I had know. lots of sex when I was that, that pregnant. Oh, um, I've, I've, you know, I, yeah. I mean, I've pregnant women before. Of course I have. You know, but, like, but I see what you're saying because yeah. you can't say that you know just because you see a pregnant woman like yeah sure that could be her husband that she that she regularly makes porn with or or it's not right <laughs> or it's not <laughs> and um you know whatever the case is there um i mean that's just in general human trafficking in general um like somebody i got into a debate with somebody about only fans the other day and they're like well just go to Pornhub. Pornhub has tons of fucking child porn on it believe it or not it does um and has been called out and caught for that shit constantly a lot of those porn sites do and there have actually been um you know i've called out this organization before thorn thorn is a great um organization for child sex trafficking specifically um a lot of the victims that they have actually recovered and found they found through websites like that on porn videos they're, they're traffic teenagers most of the time get you know, out of here. legal videos oh no for real this is really legit like that's a thing 
um they're finding them there they're popping up there and then you know Pornhub can't they're like well we can't do anything about it because i think i don't think they offer anymore but like just anybody can upload their videos right and a lot of these sites it's like that um you know so not only are they prostituting these children out but then they're also making videos of it selling it on the internet and then Pornhub doesn't doesn't you know have any type of identifiers like or like only fans you do have to prove who you are you know um so anyway that's just i mean that's kind of a different topic for a different day but yeah that's that's legit like that's a thing google it it's a thing <laughs> jesus yeah um but yeah thorn mostly finds these people through those types of websites it's crazy um but it happens so anyway um yeah children probably are being born for their organs um because it's a lot harder to kidnap a child and harvest their, harvest their organs and go undetected whereas it's a lot easier to kidnap a prostitute and have them get pregnant over and over and over again and continue to take those babies that they don't want anyway and take the organs from it's fucked up it's really sick um and there is no definitive proof except for i mean like pato said that's the only thing that i could find was that particular case um but we just don't really know it depends on how good these people are at their job you know so i mean yeah how, i mean how do you advertise these auctions to people you know but then when you're talking you got people like doctors that are fucking in on it and they are in on it um you know then how deep does it go um you know pat you brought up the uh the organ donor rumor like don't like put it on your license because the mm. doctors said you know i could see that happening doctors are just people that went to a lot of school <laughs> i mean i know i know plenty of nurses that um do botox parties or right. do vitamin uh ivs or, or kind sure. of do their own little you know my niece is a um she does like she like waxes people and stuff and does like eyebrows and shit like if you teach anybody to do anything any anybody that's got even a remote uh like like develops a like even remotely useful skill will inevitably turn around and figure out how to make money doing it for themselves on the side Right. right. If you're a hairdresser and you work at 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 hair cuttery, right? You're also cutting hair in your kitchen on the fucking weekends, right? If you're, you know, somebody that does botox injections at a doctor's office, you're buying the stuff and doing it yourself on the side. If you're an electrician that knows how to do electrical shit, you're running a side business installing track lightings in your friend's fucking garages and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody, everybody kind of outsources themselves on the side. So the idea that there wouldn't be doctors doing this, I mean, we know they are because that's how the trafficked organs are right. fucking implanted. Um, yeah, I think that it's, uh, you know, it, from what I saw with the um, dialysis when I was on dialysis, you know, if somebody there who's around these people and you kind of figure out who's got money and who doesn't and who's desperate and who's not, you know, they get to know you pretty well. And if if they knew somebody, that would be a pipeline to customers, you know, right. like, hey, you're, you're waiting on an organ transplant. You know, what if I told you that I might be able to help you out, you know, and Some guys get around the back alley of the fucking dialysis center. <laughs> who know? I mean, it, it would probably seem very it would probably be very legitimate top down i think that the people that are buying these organs don't necessarily know where they're coming from and they probably don't want to know i think that that is the line of demarcation where it goes from being a seemingly very white collar you know on the up and up operation 
to like, no, we just kidnapped some girl off fucking Craigslist and we took her kidney and that's how you're getting it. You know what I mean? Right. I don't think those people in the dialysis clinic that are being talent scouted as a, as a potential customer base, they, who knows, they probably don't know the other side of it. Right. You know, I agree. I don't want to know. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think I would want to know, you know, <laughs> and if I had the means, I would do it. Fuck. I'll admit that. <laughs> I'm the first person to say it. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it, it is. A, I mean, there's obviously a clientele for it. It is happening. Like, it's it's not a question of whether it is or isn't. And again, there's willing participants that are more than happy to give up their organs for a quick buck. You know, fortunately, we live in America. We don't have to understand that struggle. You know, some of us probably never really will really understand what that's like to be that desperate to sell your fucking organs i mean but we kind of do it on a smaller scale again like i said you can go down to the plasma center right now and go make 150 dollars. you can <laughs> you really can and uh you know it's it's not pretty it's not fun but you're gonna walk out of there 150 bucks richer than than you were and people do it every single day um some people do it so much that they have blown out veins and shit from going and doing it and oh they can't God. come back yeah i mean they do it constantly you know <laughs> so i right, talk about okay. human trafficking like okay there's probably we're talking about these really dark stories about women that get pregnant you know with these babies that are then the harvested baby, for sure. their organs and they're selling I mean, the pit yeah, for fifteen thousand dollars those sure. are the chicks that are thick and small think about how many chicks you know that got pregnant because they're they're gonna milk a dude fucking dry over the next 18 years right right. there's there's plenty of kids that are born just so that just so that a chicken have some kind of form of financial stability for the next 18 years they don't necessarily selling them for 10 grand is like almost you know it's like you're not you're not letting the investment mature um so i don't know (laughs) it's it's thinking small it's thinking small you know, like, all, the, all the chicks I know played the long con with it. You know, I'm gonna hold on to this kid because I'll keep getting child support. You know, <laughs> she could have sold that kid right away and gotten ten grand, and then she would have got ten grand all at once. But then what? And then you gotta have another one. Fuck that! You go get pregnant once, go through it once, and then just needle the motherfucker. You know, that's the way I, I like look at it. Years. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fucking welcome to my life. I got <laughs> yes. If, if if you're going, if you're listen, if you're going to profit off of another human being at least have the decency to raise that human being i agree uh- <laughs> you could put you could take out credit cards in their names and shit i could we could do a whole patreon episode of that fucking scam oh i've seen God. that shit fucking firsthand i have too and it's really terrible that's <laughs> horrible that people do that shit <laughs> credit awful. cards in your kid's name whatever fucking put your utility bills your fucking cable <laughs> oh yeah i know that struggle i grew up in springfield ohio y'all don't know <laughs> oh man every single person that turns 18 they get a whole thousands in credit cards what <laughs> when did i have comcast i don't remember this <laughs> <laughs> and att and verizon and <laughs> sprint I, i'm sure half the people you call looking to talk to are like fucking nine-year-olds <laughs> yeah you always bitch about the old people <laughs> but no she's at school right now what do you want what is she in college I did get nah ninth grade they were that's what they said they're like they're like oh it's in my son's name i'm like can i talk to your son <laughs> uh no he's at work <laughs> probably yeah right <laughs> He's probably four. <laughs> He's got a lemonade stand on the corner. 
Try to sell lemonade. (laughs) I mean, this car note. That absolutely does happen. It does. Um, people do that shit, and that's horrible. Don't fucking do that to your kids, man. Don't do that to your kids. But I think I think that's we were sitting here laughing on it. But like, there's so many different ways that people exploit children or that people exploit each other. And that's like what trafficking this, is it's exploitation. That's the thing is that like, look, it's real hard to get moralistic about some of this stuff, right? I think there's some pretty clear lines. Like if you if your actions result in another person's death, you took it too far. You don't but fucked you, up, right? If you fuck up your kid's credit score, eh, don't you know? recover. <laughs> you right. did between the ages of of twenty and twenty seven, you know. So <laughs> you know what I mean? How many? How many people like I had this kid just so I didn't have to work because I knew mm. that their dad wouldn't leave me after I had this fucking kid, or I at least get. 30 percent of his foot i mean i don't know i'm people just do that listen people, as as a single parent who gets absolutely fucking nothing for my one child um raising kids is goddamn hard it is goddamn hard and i just have one i, I fucking pity you guys that have more than that what's wrong with you um but <laughs> i can't imagine anybody does that on purpose but unless you're trying to get money out of it i chop my um, nuts off to stop having more of them that's how fucking deadly serious i was right it sucks having kids is hard um you know so again does that happen yes is it the majority no it's not but we all know that one bitch who said she was on birth control and she really wasn't and she got that dude to get her pregnant and now they're tied together forever Uh just saying that does happen there's a reason why there's a stigma behind it because it does happen it's not the norm but it does happen so and it is it's the same thing it's the same concept it's just that you're not killing them and taking their organs (laughs) Now, do you think you're picking their will to live? Do you think that there's any connection? Some people think that the reason that um, certain certain groups want to abolish uh, abortion in this country that it has to do with the more unwanted pregnancies that happen, the easier it is to traffic children. No, yeah, don't it's give just... a fuck about traffic children. Are you serious? No, no, no. I'm saying that some of the some of these groups that want to outlaw abortion or that want to make abortions extremely hard for mothers to get, like for potential mothers to get, that it's because they want to increase the by by outlawing abortion, then you're increasing the number of unborn children, unwanted children that are born, and that way, who knows what? What's what's the rationale there? Well. I don't think there's a correlation between the two. Personally, I don't think there's a correlation between the two. I just think that the people that want to outlaw abortion do it because they are mad that women enjoy sex. And maybe it's because they're not getting any. Maybe it's because they've been told their whole life that sex is bad. I don't know. And then I also think that they are trying to feel good about themselves. And so they feel like they're, I think they genuinely believe that they're actually doing something good by not wanting abortion to happen. And I think that's the majority of it. Are there people that do it because it'd be easier to traffic kids? Maybe but i think that would be a small 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 percentage as small as their penises yeah that aren't getting sucked um and that's why they're so mad <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's jealousy oh it's my god listen we uh, humans fucking run on jealousy and hatred and and all that stuff it's 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 very it's very sad but it's very true um so then we make laws to even instill that hate you know we can't have it, so let's make it so nobody can. Um, that's what I think. That's just my take on that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, though. I mean, Pat, what do you think? Do you think there's a correlation there? I don't know. I've, I, there's a, I, I don't want I the mean, show to turn into something. No. I, don't want to, I don't want the show to turn into something different. It, it's something that I've been, that's been kicking around in my head lately because I, um, 
got invited to this uh, to an abortion party. <laughs> no, to this documentary screening. Some oh, okay. documentary movie that's about child trafficking. Okay, and it's one of these things that, like, you know, it, it, it's a very, but it was a very political um, event, and it was very. Um, it was not thrown by members of the Democratic Party, let me put it like that. And I was just thinking about how there's so much like these people that their their level of paranoia and fervor about the idea of child exploitation and kids being exposed to gay and lesbian theme you know what i mean like the the whole thing happened this weekend with the drag show and all the drag shit that's happening right now where people are trying to you know shut down these drag brunches or anything where like someone a, a tranny reads to a kid at a library or something and like it's just there it almost seems like I've, I know a lot of kinky motherfuckers and I've seen the way that people talk about their shit and some of the, some of the, the, the level of fucking agitation and like, and like craziness that people have about these topics. You'd almost wonder if, if it was in a slightly different like situation, you'd be like, yo, you're a closet case, dude. You know what I mean? Like it, when you have people, when you have like some of these senators that like, you know, uh, don't want gay marriage and are very adamant about, you know, limiting homosexual rights. And then you find out that they were, you know, blowing one of their interns who's a who's a fucking kid from Oklahoma or something. You know what I mean? Or they get caught in an airport soliciting a blowjob in a fucking airport bathroom. And you're just like, what the fuck? You know, um, I don't know. I feel, I, I, like I said, this isn't a fully formed thought, but... <laughs> I mean, Pato, we did the whole episode on Heaven's Gate and found out that Heaven's Gate was strictly formed due to being ashamed of one's sexuality. So, I mean, I, it's not surprising that people do that shit to me. It's it's stupid and weird, especially in, like, 2022, where you can just, like, be fucking gay. Like, you can just be gay now. Like, you're allowed. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't no. get why that's, you know, there was something I, I was I was uh, busting Daniel Thorndike's balls about it because he's in North Carolina. And yeah, like some right by an army base, they shot up a, a substation, electric substation, to kill the electricity to a whole entire town because they were having a drag show at one of the bars. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was like, what the f like? Why is this like? You tell me it? that person doesn't jerk off the tranny porn. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I know this. I have a radar for this shit. You know. That's, and, that's a person I think when shit like that happens. Yeah. Yeah, and then like these people that are like. You know, oh, we have to protect the children. We got to protect the children. It's like you jerk off the barely legal porn, don't you, motherfucker? And you're afraid of your own impulses. And this is you trying to fucking stamp it out in everybody else because you don't want to acknowledge what exists in yourself or something. I don't know. I, maybe I'm maybe I'm connecting dots that aren't there, but that's just the vibe I get when I see people get real adamant about uh, about some of this shit and real fucking preachy. And you're just like. Well, I think you're fucking high in something. I don't know. <laughs> what does that have to do with taking people's organs? I don't know. I got one more anecdote. <laughs> if you want, if you want me to read it real quick, I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in her 2009 autobiography, former Hague prisoner Carla De Ponte 
alleged that dozens of Serb prisoners were taken captive by the Kosovo Liberation Army, taken to a farmhouse dubbed the Yellow House to have their organs trafficked. She claimed that this occurred between June 1999 and May of 2000, just at the end and directly after the Kosovo War. Three separate investigations were launched, and the European Union ultimately concluded that it had compelling evidence that at least 10 people had their organs trafficked from this location, uh, but the activity was not as widespread as some had reported. Much of the evidence surrounding the claims have been destroyed. Top Kosovo government officials vehemently deny accusations. No one's been prosecuted. So once again, you have pe- prisoners. It's like, hey, we got these 10 people here. What are we going to do yeah. with them? We can just shoot them in the head. That's one thing. Or maybe we could rip out their kidneys and sell those for 15,000 bucks a pop. You know? Yeah. It seems yeah, like the- these are committed by opportunists. Prisoners um, seem to be a, a, a very lucrative in organ trafficking. I hate to say that, but you know what are they going to do? And then what? Are the, and then what are they going to do? Come out and be like, "Well, they stole my kidney," and be like, "Who the fuck's going to believe you? You're a felon." Oh, here, here's one more that I want to talk about because this one takes place in, in in America. In July of 2009, 44 people were arrested in a major clampdown on corruption in New Jersey. These included five rabbis three mayors, and a number number of other politicians from the New York and New Jersey areas. Of these, the most prolific offender was Rabbi uh, Levi Rosenbaum, who had reportedly been engaged in organ trafficking for at least a decade. Despite the sale of human organs having been banned in the U.S. in 1984, that's right, not until, uh, up until 1984, it was completely legal to sell human organs. Um... But in, in 2009, Rosenbaum was the first person to be convicted of this crime. So the first person in America convicted of organ trafficking, uh, Levi Ro- Rabbi Levi Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum's wow. modest operandi was to target vulnerable Israeli men and women. He would offer them $10,000 for their kidneys, which he would sell back in the U.S. for up to $160,000. That's quite a markup. Uh, Rosenbaum, who referred to himself as the Robin Hood of Kidneys, pled guilty in 2011 and only served two and a half years in prison for his crimes. Wow. Yeah. That's a hell of a nickname, the Robin Hood of, of Kidneys. Oh, he came up to with it himself. I guess it's all right. Oh. It's alliteration. I know it's just... Robin Hood of... Uh... Yeah, a man of the cloth, too. Who would have thought? <laughs> man of the cloth. I would. I'm not surprised. Yeah. um you know wow that's 2009 jesus and these and, and these stories have been around forever these are your grandma's urban legends right here these and that, that was grandmas, but. 15 years after human organs had been banned selling uh human organs have been banned in the united states with the passage of the national organ transplant act so they they passed this law in 1984 it took them 15 years to actually convict someone of it or, or charge someone with it. Yeah. yeah. It's a, I mean, you know, it's, it's hard. Organ trafficking is not a victimless crime. You know, um, it's like one of those things, you know what I mean? If you see someone stealing food at the grocery store, you didn't, you know, oh, yeah. I agree. With that. Fuck that. You see someone taking condoms, you didn't, you know, um, you see someone taking somebody's liver, you should probably say something to somebody. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, um, because that liver came from somebody. Uh, kidneys are a little bit maybe of a different story because there could be people that were willing to give it, willing to sell it. Maybe you helped them out too, but you also don't know. Do you really want to know? Would that change your mind if you knew where it came from? Um, you know, my thought is that people do this. People that accept these organs do it because they want to live so badly that that's why they do it um so i mean at that point i don't know is that really living well you know i don't i had eat you alive you know i i don't know i i kind of faced death with my shit last year and sure um it's not a good time. I, but I never, you know what? If someone said, hey, you're going to die from this or you got to kill somebody else, I don't think it would. that would have ever been a choice that I made. And I like being alive. Yeah. I have a good time. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I enjoy, I, I drink fully from the cup of life. I enjoy, nice. I enjoy myself, Ashers, as I'm sure you do too. Good. So, so after, it, after, yeah, you do after you almost die. So, well, no, no, I just mean like in general, like, so it, so sure. I'm not somebody that's indifferent towards living to where I wouldn't want to live. Like, like, no, no, I have children that I want to see grow up. I'd like sure. to see my kids on their wedding day. And all yeah. Goals, you know? Yeah. yeah. But at no point, during any of my stuff last year, I think if I could have killed another human being to speed up my recovery or ensure my recovery, I don't think I would have ever done that. You know? Yeah. I think I, I with mean, the babies, it's one thing because it's parents being selfish. It's parents not wanting to lose yeah. a child, which I get. But I could see that. Yeah. The idea that I'm going to like keep my kid alive by sacrificing some innocent baby that was somebody born. else's kid. Right. Fuck that. Like, I don't want to, I wouldn't be able to live with my, sh- every time I look at the kid, I'd be like, Oh, I fucked your shit up. You know, I'm sorry. Right. You'd be haunted by that dead baby's spirit or whatever, because I don't know they, uh, you know, some people like if you get like a dead person's organ then like maybe some people think that like you could have like, yeah, they made Visions a couple of horror or, movies about that, yeah. You know, memories or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's a thing, right? Is it a thing? I don't even know if that's a legit thing, actually. I'd love to talk to somebody that's had, like, dead man's corneas or something. Um, it's interesting. Uh, you know, right now, the big topic in my world, in my health world, you know, as a type 1 diabetic, is that people are getting pancreas transplants. Yeah. And not being diabetic anymore. Um, and that's kind of a wild thing that we that we live in that kind of world right um where people could do that i don't even know where the fuck are they, they get these pancreases from i mean i guess dead people I yeah guess. you know and uh i don't really i mean i'm not interested seems kind of cosmetic you know knowing what i know like so once you get a dead person's pancreas it works um you could still become diabetic because it's which it's your body attacks your pancreas and makes your pancreas not work anymore um so you could still end up a diabetic later on down the line um and then you also have to take these anti-reject rejection medicate like medications for the rest of your life so like why not just fucking take the insulin instead i mean it's the same so what now you got to take a pill two times a day instead of inject yourself like it ain't that big of a deal (laughs) yeah you know um and you know what I, I just found out? One of uh I follow um this chick on uh Instagram. She was the lead singer and uh, guitar player for the Bomb Pops, which was this punk band from California. And she's in a different band now called the Aqua Dolls. But uh her name's Polly, she's real cute. She's a diabetic and um it's a big part of like her I don't know, like she she 
does promo videos for different sure. diabetic organizations and stuff. And uh, they had a song on their last album called Double Arrows on the Down, which is some kind of reference to like a, a diabetes testing thing. That yes. you do. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she it, she'll make posts about it and talk about it. And she was saying that um, if you're diabetic, you can go to any theme park or zoo and get a pass from the front desk that lets you automatically skip to the front of the line at any concession stand in case you uh, your your blood sugar drops and you immediately need uh, juice or something to eat. And yeah. she, she said every every public place or whatever has these, so make sure you get one when you go. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's a fucking. It's almost worth having it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Skip the lines at Disney? Fuck. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of, you know, some people get mad about that. They're like, because you can get like, um like I can go to an amusement park and be like, hey, I'm disabled. I got diabetes. And they'll give me like a fast pass or whatever. And people That's get awesome. Pissed. And it's because like, listen, in all seriousness, if I'm standing out around in the heat, my blood sugar is going to fucking drop. It's going to tank. So yeah. if I'm standing in a line for 45 minutes, I mean, that could kill me. That's a problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. but also like I fucking have to inject myself multiple times a day. So you can shut the fuck up. I'm going to skip in front of this line and go first. Like <laughs> I deal with enough shit. I'm going to take it because people are like, oh, are you taking away from other people? No, you're not. You don't fucking take it away from other people. How many other disabled people do you see standing in those lines? Not a bunch, right? Hey, I, I, I know me and you reap the benefits of this firsthand. I have that handicap parking spot there. Fuck yeah. And I, <laughs> I'm going to have that for the next five years. You I ain't giving that one. shit up. Now, like, right. if I go to the store and there's, like, a non-handicapped spot right next to the handicapped spot, I mean, you want me to be honest? Like, I still take the handicapped spot. <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> I do it all the time, unless my family is with me, because then they scream at me not to, and they're like, they're like super embarrassed that I even use it. But I don't give a fuck. Fuck, I don't use that shit. I've spent enough of my life walking around places and shit. I don't have a handicap thing, but like obviously, like you were deemed that you needed it for whatever reason. Doesn't matter what those reasons are. That's your business. I got it for five years. There's no way they're going to renew it, and at the end of the five years. But I I got it for five years, so I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the shit out of it for these next five. At the end of the five years, you should be like, listen, if you take this away from me, it's gonna make me so severely depressed. (laughs) That's gonna affect my life. That's (laughs) awesome. At the fucking movies in the grocery store, even if you just use it for those two applications. Well, even like going to Disney or the zoo. Fuck yeah, dude, take the fucking handicap. Not that there is much handicap parking in those places, but if you can get it. Yeah. Now, when we went to go see uh, New Kids on the Block at the United Center, we parked like fucking right on top of it. We were like, we walked right out. We were right there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's, that's the shit right there. And I'll blame you one bit for you. Right. When you have certain disabilities, you know, you do have certain perks with it and fuck it, use that shit. Like I said, life's hard enough, man. Why Why would you make it harder? Why would you right. make it harder on yourself when you could you could just take away those little tiny stressors? Like, hell yeah, I'm going to get my fucking fast pass or whatever. I think at, like, Disney, it's a little bit different. At Disney, it's like, a, um, what it is is, like, they'll save your spot in line so that way you don't actually physically have to stand there. And, like, when it's your turn, like, they'll give you a time to come back to the ride when it's your turn. Yeah. So it's not I, like you get to go ahead of anybody. I'm just saying you can, you know, living with disabilities ain't the end of the world. And if it's the choice between... 
either you live with a disability or some fucking prisoner of war in Kosovo gets their fucking eyes gouged out. Like, right. Man up. Yeah. What the fuck? You can manage. Right. Some of it <laughs> is. Now, some of it is a little, is, is a lot harder, right? Some of it does really affect your life expectancy and your quality of life and things like that. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, again, I would never get a pancreas transplant. It, it's just too, it's, why? Why would I? Right. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but you know other people maybe they feel that they have to that's not up to me but doing like this organ thing this organ trafficking if you were to go about it that way i mean it's kind of the same scenario pat as going you know you're in a room with somebody that you don't fucking know right Mm -hmm. and then there's another fucking guy and he's got a gun and he's going okay here's your choice i'm either going to shoot you in the head or i'm going to shoot him in the head you know at that point could you be like okay well yeah take me out i guess i mean could you decide could you make that decision well, you know. if you're given, I don't know, I'd say, here, give me the gun so I can shoot the person. And when they give me the gun, I'd shoot them. That's what I would do. I'm fucking well, they're not going to give you the gun. They're going to let you choose. <laughs> I'd wrestle it away from them. I use my karate powers. Um, I don't, you know, here's the thing. I, I am a very, I'm very conscious of quality of life. And sure. I think that some people go to such great lengths to survive that they don't think about the mental state they leave themselves in and what the quality of life is going to be after the fact. So if I have to do something that destroys an innocent person to stay alive, maybe I shouldn't stay alive. You know what I mean? If this is what we have, you ever see Cabin in the Woods? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Where they, they gotta keep sacrificing those kids every year in the horror movies so that the fucking for the greater good. And then you're like, well, maybe fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, maybe we shouldn't do this shit anymore. Maybe it's just, it's over. You know? And I think people get so desperate to cling on to, like, oh, I, I, you know, self preservation right. is such like this, like, animal instinct that you have. And I get it, but I think, right. If you're, if you're smarter and you're, and you're higher evolved, you realize that, like, look, <clears throat> there's no reason. It's something that you brought up on your social media posts about how, um, how people with uh, religious backgrounds sometimes mm-hmm. have negative projections of the afterlife mm-hmm. and, and they worry, they, they worry more about hell and they report seeing hell where you have people that are, uh, you know, basically don't have that. Yeah. Atheist. Well, cause I think that we, one thing that we do bring with us when we die is um, kind of like where we're, we're at peace with our souls, like where we're at. You know what I mean? And if you're somebody that's in turmoil and you have a religious background, you could kind of project yourself into this nightmare, right? Whereas if you're like not like that and you're a normal person, you're cool, or you're like, you know what, I go off, but as I go off into this next great adventure, at least I I harmed as few people as possible, then maybe you'll land somewhere decent or you'll, you know, on the wheel of reincarnation, you'll come back as a fucking eagle, you know, I don't know. But, um, that'd be cool. It would be, wouldn't it? That'd be freaking sweet. <laughs> Did you lose your train of thought? Did I ever have one? I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. We're, we're reaching the, the hour 20 mark is when Pat yeah. starts rambling. You know? Pat turns into a pumpkin around the hour 20 mark. Pat's, he's got the sundowners. He's, oh, remember, he's I got know. a good 10 years on you. Yeah, you're out of, you're out of spoons. Is that what it is? <laughs> ah, fuck you. you um, fucking spoons. <laughs> um anyway (laughs) yeah it's it's interesting now if you were like you needed a kidney and like your best friend was like i'll give you my kidney do they stay alive yeah yeah all right whatever 
Right. Thanks. That's a gift. Yeah, thank you. That's and one thing and, that I've learned. And we're both alive. Yeah. Always accept a gift. You know, I have a hard time accepting. I'm, I'm like, no, I can't. I can't take that. But I'm trying to get better at that. I'm trying to just be like, you know what? Thank you. Because people, when I know when I give somebody something, I'm not like expecting them to be like, oh, I don't want that. Don't give that to me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so if your best friend gives you their kidney, um, take it. You know, because they, um, I'm sure, would be lost without you. And I think maybe that's why they would give it to you. I don't know. Anyway, um, you know, in that, in that scenario, I think it's appropriate. Then you could find some underground organ trafficker, you know, to perform the surgery. And <laughs> if it's ethically sourced, sure. ethically sourced organs, hey, go for it. Um, you know, that, or, you know, someone that, you know, close to you dies and, you know, then they like leave you their body. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to like leave my body parts to specific people Which, and like what do i get well you'll probably die before me but <laughs> um if you don't i'll have to think of something good <laughs> i guess my heart you know i mean that's what you need right so that's no, what I would no, I'm, fuck you i'd be like <laughs> although i will say this that's right they if if um if I didn't recover, I didn't realize, I didn't know that this would, this never occurred to me, but I remember one of the things that they had said to me was that, um, you know, if I didn't recover that I would have to get a heart transplant. Right. You know, and right. then, yeah, I guess that could have happened to me and, and what would I, would I have gone through with it? I guess I would have, but, and if, see, eh. Well, sure. What's the option? But would you have done it illegally? That's the question. Probably not. But I mean, the only way know. I would have taken it from like a, a dead person is if like him and I had to fight, and like whoever wins, like if I <laughs> beat him, heart. if I beat him with my bare hands, then I could take his heart. Whereas if he beat me from his with his bare hands, then he got his freedom. But he's already, but he's he's already got an advantage on you because he's got a good running heart, and you don't. Right, but that just—that just how bad do I want? Then it? you're really worthy, right? Exactly. <laughs> that he doesn't deserve it. That's a- <laughs> and we were like all oiled up, like Eastern promises, like in a fucking Turkish bathhouse. You could ho- no, you could hold it in uh, Jim Jam's otter pen. <laughs> there you that. go. You'd love that. <laughs> well, you Jim would. Jam and Big Ball Johnny eat fucking Doritos, Cool Ranch yeah. Doritos, and, and drink Melon Mountain Dew and give the reviews. Jim on Jam it. would fucking make a belt for it. He'd make a championship <laughs> belt for the heart. You know he would. <laughs> He'd throw me the chair. I know him. He'd throw me the fucking chair. He would. Crack over that motherfucker's head. <laughs> fucking the salt pellets. He'd be my manager, like my Mister Fuji. You know. <laughs> call him texas ray i think that's uh that makes sense yeah let's make people fight to the death for the, <laughs> the orchids <laughs> real men shit you know or we could just fucking hurry the fuck up and you know think about that pato this won't be an issue once we have artificial organs and we, we're going to i mean we already have we can already like clone organs and shit see we need to be able to do cloning and stuff more that needs to happen because then organ trafficking wouldn't be big business anymore this is true. Just like I've always said in the ivory trade, you know, it's it's one of the worst things ever. People fucking poaching these elephants and, and ripping their fucking tusks out. You don't have to do that. Like, you don't have to rip out and kill an elephant to take their tusks. We could ethically farm it. And then it would it wouldn't stop poachers completely, but it wouldn't be in such high demand anymore. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to listen to me because I'm just some bitch with a podcast. So I don't know. 
Um, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, we have to use these things. We have to use what we have to use our tools and, you know, to combat these issues. As long as people need organs and the only way for them to get them is from another person, then organ trafficking is going to be a problem. That's just the way it is. Right. It's just the way it is. You know, our, our best uh, course of action is to fund medical science so that way we don't have to do that anymore. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, any any final uh, touches on your um, organ I trafficking? No- I got nothing. All right. Well, with that being said, guys, this was a fun episode. This was, uh, I, I enjoyed doing the research for this. Hopefully it was weird enough for you. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll be back here next Wednesday.